Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Okay, I want to take a look at this, uh, this first reading that we have uh, for Mass today from Deuteronomy, where we hear about the end of Moses' life. So, if you recall, during their desert wandering, uh, the people were grumbling against Moses for lack of food, for lack of water, and so God instructs Moses to tap the rock twice, or tap the rock with his staff, and Moses tapped it twice, right? It was the second tap that brings us to where we are today in this reading from Deuteronomy, that it demonstrated his lack of trust, his lack of fidelity, that one tap was all it should have taken, right? The God who splits the sea in two, the God who burns in the, the bush but doesn't consume the bush, the God who turns the Nile into blood, who rains down frogs and locusts and delivers his people with mighty signs and wonders. He's like, I can just do it with one tap, right? Moses, two taps. So as a response to that, Moses gets to bring the people to the edge of the promised land but not enter the promised land. He dies on the edge of the promised land. It's like collapsing at 26.1 miles during your marathon. So close, but not there. So close. It's significant for us to reflect on this, that we can live our lives in such a way and fail to enter into the promised land. It is possible, right? It is possible. There's a heresy that still just kind of bubbles up in the lifeblood of the church called universalism, or in Greek, apocatastasis, that in the end, everybody, everybody is saved, that hell is empty in the end. The church has never taught that. The church has never taught that, that it is possible for us to not enter in. So Deuteronomy here, at the end of this reading, we hear how the people talks, how it talks about how no prophet has arisen in all of Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. They were waiting for this new Moses who would converse face to face with God. Fast forward to the gospel, fast forward to the incarnation when we have our Lord in the flesh. He is obviously the one who speaks to his father face to face, Right? So what does he, the new Moses, say to us in the gospel? He's, if you read Jesus, the new Moses, in light of the old Moses, or if you read Jesus in light of Deuteronomy here, um, it's interesting, right? Because Jesus also gives conditional statements about entering into heaven, entering into the promised land, so to speak. Recall when he says things like, unless you turn and become like children... You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Unless you turn and become like children, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It's a conditional statement, an if-then statement, that if you don't do this, you will not enter. You'll be like Moses on the edge of the promised land. I just want to keep, have that in your mind and listen to the opening prayer, the collect that we had. So this is the collect from the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time this past Sunday, but you get to hear it throughout the week of the 19th week. So I, I prayed this, Almighty ever-living God, whom, taught by the Holy Spirit, we dare to call our Father. 
bring, we pray, to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption as your sons and daughters, that we may merit to enter into the inheritance which you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and raises you, the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. This is, the, this is the condition. It's living into our identity as beloved sons and daughters. This childlikeness. So often, I think most of our lives, we operate out of a spirit of employment rather than a spirit of adoption. We see God as the CEO, as our boss, as our manager, as someone to whom we are in this mercantile quid pro quo relationship. He's the boss, we're the employee. And at the end of our life, we get this big old performance review, and man, oh man, I hope that I get that big bonus. It's not the dynamics. It is a spirit of adoption, not a spirit of employment. And one of the things that, so I have, I have a number of friends who have, um, who have adopted kids throughout the years. And it doesn't really honestly matter if they've been adopted from birth or later on in life. They all still struggle with similar things. Which is what we would call an orphan spirit. Which is similar to this spirit of employment. This orphan spirit. Which is, I feel like I have to constantly work to keep my place. I have to constantly work my way into the good graces of my father. I have to constantly earn it. That's not what, that's not what a child's heart's supposed to feel. You don't have to earn it. You have to receive it. You have to receive it. One of the amazing things about kids, little kids especially, in the ideal circumstances, growing up in good homes with good moms and dads, things like that, is that little kids never worry about things. They don't worry about, like, do I have to take care of, like, dinner tonight? Do I have to take care of having clean clothes in my dresser? Do I have to take care of having a bed that's comfortable and made? Do I have to take care of changing my own diaper? Do I have to take care of putting food in my own mouth? Kids don't worry about those things. There's just this deep, implicit trust that my needs will be met. That my father, my mother, are just going to take care of it. And the problem is, as we grow up, we become convinced as big, strong grown-ups that we are the ones who arrange the good things in our lives. It'll be so funny when we all, God willing, get into glory and we get to see how little we had to do with actually arranging the good of our lives and how so much of it was just a sheer gift. Like, I thought I did that. No, no, no. You just have a really good father who loves to spoil you, who loves to take care of things behind the scenes. So friends, let's learn from Moses. Let us learn from Moses and let us 
Listen to the new Moses who says, unless you turn to become like children, you will not enter the kingdom. So let's beg the Holy Spirit to bring to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption. Let's ask the Lord to confront and to call out and to help us recognize this spirit of employment. When am I operating out of this spirit of employment, this spirit, this orphan spirit, rather than a spirit of adoption? Help me see that, Lord. Help me see that today. Amen.